Welcome to At the Table. At my table. I apologize if you hear the dryer in the background because my washer and dryer are near the table. And this is like the only time I have to record this today. So please bear with me um, as we go through yesterday's scripture because this is Monday. Um, the scripture comes from John chapter 1 verses 1 through 18 and I'm using the passion translation again I really really like this translation so let's begin in the very beginning the living expression was already there and the living expression was with God yet fully God they were together face to face in the very beginning and through his creative inspiration this living expression made all things for nothing has existence apart from him. Life came into being because of him, for his life is light for all humanity. And this living expression is the light that bursts through gloom, the light that darkness could not diminish. Then suddenly a man appeared who was sent from God, a messenger named John. For he came to be a witness, to point the way to the light of life, and to help everyone believe. John was not that light, but he came to show who is, for he was merely a messenger to speak the truth about the light, for the light of truth was about to come into the world and shine upon everyone. He entered into the very world he created, yet the world was unaware. He came to the very people he created, for those who should have recognized him, but they did not receive him. For those that embraced him and took hold of his name were given authority to become the children of God. He was not born by the joining of human parents or from natural means or by a man's desire, but he was born of God. And so the living expression became a man and lived among us. And we gazed upon the splendor of his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father overflowing with tender mercy and truth. John taught the truth about him when he announced to the people, He's the one! Set your hearts on him! I told you he would come after me, even though he ranks far above me, for he existed before I was even born. And now out of his fullness we are fulfilled, and from him we receive grace heaped upon more grace. Moses gave us the law, but Jesus, the Anointed One, unveils truth wrapped in tender mercy. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor, except the uniquely beloved Son, who was cherished by the Father and held close to his heart. Now he has unfolded to us the full explanation of who God truly is. Okay, so these 18 verses... They're considered by most scholars to be the words of an ancient hymn or poem um, that the first century believers like accepted and talked about a lot. I think that um, when they talk about the living expression, which is Christ, that he held every attribute that God has which I thought was interesting. I never really thought about the fact that maybe I'm like super wrong with this, but I never ever tied 
Jesus's humanity with God. Or, or let me explain this a little bit. I look at Jesus as a son, just like my brother is the son of my father. And yet my brother's not my father. Does that make sense? I never thought of it that way. Um, so yeah, this, this one kind of threw me this week, which is probably why I waited. Um, but the questions that come is when did, when did the life of Jesus come alive in your life? I was brought up in the church from day one. My grandfather was a missionary for the church over in England, in fact, when I was born. And he was also president of 70 for a while. And if you know what that is, great. If not, go look it up at seaofchrist.org. Uh, so, I mean, I was, like, brought up in this church. I left the church for a while. I do not believe that there is one church. I believe that the Holy Spirit puts us where we most are comfortable with our faith. I guess there's another one. This week's really, really like playing with my communication and thought process. I still believe in all the things that the community of Christ does but at the same time when I go to worship right now right now it's on a computer um, which makes it difficult too but I think that we as a community of Christ could become more contemporary I work for another church um, which is part of the Reformed Church of America and they are very contemporary and when I work with them when I'm on the stage signing whether it's for the songs which are worship praise and worship songs not hymns played on a CD that someone else played recorded um, or even when I'm signing for the pastors that preach I feel the presence of God I feel like I am worshiping when I'm at home and I'm reading scripture or I'm following a bible study I feel like I am worshiping when I was 12 I was forced to get baptized in the community of Christ. I really didn't have any say in it whatsoever. I couldn't when I was eight because I had seizures. But I remember being in my grandparents' car because my grandfather and father um, confirmed me. My dad baptized me. Uh, but I remember being in my grandparents' car after my baptism and actually telling them that I felt like I had been born again like I knew I knew why and I think it's really important that 
there's a choice. But then I turned around and made my kid do it at eight. So that was bad on my part. Anyway, um, there's been times at our local campground, Guthrie Grove, that I have been walking around or listening to someone preach or listening in class and my heart just gets warm and I know that Jesus is real and the Holy Spirit is there and I feel that light I feel that grace that's given to me I feel the love of God when I'm doing that um, <laughs> we did a song Sunday and um, it's who you say I am and I can't I think it's elevation worship and I am who you say I am and it's saying that to God over and over again I am who you say I am I'm a child of God yeah I am because I believe and because I read the scriptures and I study and I talk to others about my faith and I live out my faith you know I'm not I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm not a sinner because I am but I make it known that I am a believer I don't outright just go and sin but you know what I mean so there's been lots of times in my life where I have how do they word it when the life of Jesus came alive there's it, it comes alive every time I'm reading the word every time I'm sharing every time I'm in church it comes alive over and over again so I can't I can't really say exactly when because it's happened so many times I was part of the evangelical free church for a while and it was there and I participated in a Bible study for Lutherans for Lutheran singles and I'm telling you he was there I was with another Bible study with Baptists of all things and he was there so yeah um, the other question is what are the things in our lives that we need to pick up and put away so we can live in our lives as disciples and as children of God so pretty much it's the saying dude you know what sins are you dealing with and what do you need to put away well you know I'm a parent I'm a single parent of a 16 year old and there's some days where he and I just don't see eye to eye and I know I need to I need to be more patient with him I need to be more understanding and it's hard it's very hard and just everyday life you know getting mad at myself for things I'm sitting here with an ice pack on my foot because I started exercising four months ago and now the joints in my feet are swollen and I've been told that I can't exercise 
my lower body for two weeks. I'm mad. I gotta, I gotta put that away somehow. And something I've gotta work on. I'm also frustrated and mad because, you know, I talked about my one word for 2020 and how I've gotten words in the past. And yet, here it is, the 4th of January, and I still don't have my word. So, my frustrations are where I sin. And somehow I've got, I've got to pack that up. I got to just accept it and move on. And it's very hard for me to accept things and move on. I, I've been told by several men that I've been in relationships with that I am too stubborn. And I apologize for that sometimes. Sometimes it's a good thing to be stubborn. But, yeah, so that's, I know, I know, I know for a fact that Jesus loves us and loves me, and I'm not going to sing the song, don't worry, because I can't sing on key. But my convictions are strong about my faith, and I, I feel his light more than once. And it's an amazing feeling when you do. Because I'm telling you, I've had those moments where my heart warms up. I've had those goosebumps moments. I've had those times when you can't deny. When my son was born, I was strapped down on the table having a C-section. And I swear I heard God's voice. There were some complications. And I heard God. I felt God touch my head. And I heard God say everything was going to be fine. I, I can't deny that. I can't, I can't say that it was any drug that they injected in me. I can't say it was anything other than that. I had a moment with Jesus and that light was there when I was young and had seizures and then at age 12 taken off meds and I don't have any seizures. My last seizure was when I was seven. You know, I know that doesn't happen to everybody, but I'm very thankful that that happened. I can't deny my faith. And just like John, John was the messenger. John was the one that said, hey, everybody, guess what? God's coming. He's coming in the form of a baby and he's going to be, he's going to be the one I'll baptize you, but he's going to be the one that's going to save you. And that's exactly what he did. So there you have it. Okay. I'm going a little long this week and I apologize, but let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this week. Thank you for the insights given through your word. And I thank you for my listeners. And I pray that they have a safe and healthy week. And for those that um, are sick, may they be healed. For those that are hurting, Lord, please be with them. Please wrap your arms around them. And please show them your light. These things I ask in your son's holy name. Amen.
Don't forget, if you like this podcast, to share it with your friends. And also, um, if you want to leave me feedback, it's sgl at the table at yahoo.com. And if you'd like more information about the community of Christ, it's cofchrist.org. So there you have it.